We speak a little bit on seasons, right? So we, we, we are talking of seasons. Somebody say seasons. seasons. We looked at four seasons. And number one season, we said, in the spirit, there are what? Seven seasons. Where are we getting that? Where, where do we get that information? Where, where, where are we getting that from? Okay, Ecclesiastes 3. Let's check Ecclesiastes chapter 3 from verse 1. And I want somebody to be reading a scripture for me. If I can have one person to be reading the scripture for me, because we'll be actually reading the physical Bible today. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 from verse 1. To everything, there is a season. So, Major One, what are you teaching us? You mean it's in the Bible? Oh, yeah. The Bible says to everything, there is a season. To everything, not to some things. To your business, there's a season. To your calling, there is a what? To your ministry, there is a what? To your marriage. To your relationship. To your, to your finances. So, the Bible says to everything, and what is that season? This is what I'm teaching you now. So since I began to teach you now, you are now, you are able to understand. So I think this one, I'm in the season of what? Waiting. This one, I'm in the season of what? Wilderness. This one, I'm in the season of what? Preparation. God is preparing me. This one, I'm in the season of what? Dry season. So we have got different seasons. The Bible says to everything, there is a season. Come on. I want you to say with me to everything. To everything. There, is there is a season. There is a season. Say louder. To everything. There is a season. Say it again. To everything. There is a season. To everything there is a season. A time for every purpose under heaven. Now say with me to everything. To everything. There is a season. There is a season. A time. A time. For every purpose. For every purpose. Under heaven. Under heaven. So you hear that? So to everything, there is a season. And these seasons, there are seven. There are seven seasons in your life. So the first season, it is what is called the dry season. I will not teach you this one. We already uh, looked upon it. The dry season, it is a season where everything in your life dries. Even your prayer dries. You feel like you are forcing it. You try to pray, it, it's not moving. Spiritually, things are not moving. It is in this season where most people, they experience a problem. Where whatever they do, it dies. Because you do not harvest in dry season. Whatever is planted in the dry season, it what? It dies. So people who are experiencing a dry season in the spirit, they also experience it in their finances, in their marriage, in whatever they do. And they keep on saying, whatever I do, it dies. No, wait a minute, check again your life. You find out that you have got problems where you feel some dryness in the spirit. So it is a season that you must walk out. Hello? 
Because in Daniel 2, from verse 21 to 22, it says what? It says God can change seasons. God can change seasons. So if you're in that dry season, you need God to change it for you. So what should you do? I told you already. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Don't allow the enemy to, 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 to lie to you to say, move on. And you're still coming to church. You're still praying. And you still, yet spiritually you are dry. And the second season, it is what? Waiting season. In this season, God puts people to wait. If you plant something, you can't harvest the same day. You have to wait. So what happens in the waiting season? You have to put manure or fertilizer. You have to make sure that the pet sites are, are around. In the waiting season, you must remove the weeds from the farm. In the waiting season, you must prune everything that is not necessary. So if God promised you something, you must wait for it. So God will put you at a what? A waiting season. And there are people right now, God has put them at a waiting season. They are still waiting for their miracle. They are still waiting for what God said they will be. They are still waiting for what God promised to happen. To happen. Can you imagine God said to, 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 uh, to, uh, to Peter, you are a rock. On you I shall build my church. Was it built that day? Or was it built that year? It wasn't. He was like, what, what is he talking about? So he waited and waited until he was frustrated. And then he left ministry and he went back into fishing. So Jesus followed him there and said, Peter, what happened with you? Do you really love me? He said, I love you. He said, feed my sheep. So he went back into ministry, but they were still scared. But one single day on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost came upon him. And the Bible says that on that day, Peter began to preach. And 5,000 people received Jesus. And Peter had a ministry with 5,000 members in a day. This was given two years ago. So he had to wait for two years for what God said to come into reality. This is a moment when people go back into fishing. People go back sometimes. They'll go like, oh, maybe uh, uh, this won't happen anymore. Or maybe they give up during the season of waiting. I pray that God should help you must never give up. Because what God planned for you, it is about to happen. Do not give up. You have to wait. Even the Holy Spirit, the Bible says that Jesus said, you shall wait in Jerusalem. You shall wait in Jerusalem. So they were waiting. So when God puts you at the season of waiting, do not give up. Stop having questions. Because the moment you start murmuring, God takes that promise out of you. We saw that in the Bible, when, 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 when God's people were in the wilderness, Moses took a stick. God said to Moses, hit the stone and water will come out. He said, hit it once and water will come out. So he hit the stone and water wasn't coming out. He couldn't wait. He couldn't wait. What did he do? He hit for the second time. And God said, who told you to do for the second time? Because you did it for the second time. You will not enter Canaan. So when you, when you fail on the season of waiting, you may actually fail to become what God wants you to become. 
So never fail here. No matter it takes. Wait upon the Lord. The Bible says, I say unto you, wait upon the Lord. Hello? What does the Bible say? For those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Because if you're waiting on God, you, you need to renew your strength. What is your strength? It is your faith. Keep on renewing it. Keep on believing. The Bible says they shall renew their strength. Who? Those who wait. What does the Bible say? It says that though it may take time. Though the vision may take time. It says what? Wait for it. For it shall surely come to pass. So there is a season God wants some, somebody to wait. God has said it. Can you imagine what God said to, 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 uh, to Jacob? He said, you are Israel. You are Israel. He said, me? Say, yeah, you are Israel. You are a nation. You are a nation. He didn't even know about that. He said, hmm? See, you are a nation. You are Israel. What happened? He said, I will bless you. I will make your name great. Huh? What happened? Nothing happened. His child was sold by the brothers without even him knowing. 26 years later, that's when he found himself in Egypt. And a nation was made in Egypt. And he was there witnessing a nation called Israel being born in Egypt. In a place called Goshen. He witnessed with his eyes. 26 years later, he had to wait. And some of you don't even understand. You have been waiting for years, some of you four years, three years, others two years. And maybe what God promised upon you is just weeks from now. Some of you, maybe it's just a month from, do not give up. Amen. Wait upon the Lord. This is a place where most people fail. Waiting. Waiting. King Saul was supposed to make a sacrifice. So he went with uh, Samuel. So Samuel said, don't do the sacrifice. Wait for me until I come. First day, prophet was nowhere to be seen. Uh, don't, don't, don't. This thing of time with the prophets. Someone tonight was watching, watching, and they were, ah, I'm going to sleep now. They can't wait. Bishops, very good on time. <laughs> if you say five, it's five. <laughs> Prophets. Prophets. All of them in the Bible. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> Can you imagine the whole king? Are you hearing me? Yes. Those of you watching from far, are you watching? Are you hearing me? Wave your hand if you are hearing me. Come on, I want to see your hand. 
if you are not raising up your hand, All right, now watch this. Those watching on TV, on YouTube, on social media, Facebook, wave your hand as well. Wow, they are waving their hands apart from two. Now watch this. Are, are you here? Yes. Are, are you following? Yes. Are you following? Yes. So, Eli, uh, 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 Samuel said, uh, King, the whole president, let's go to the mountain for sacrifice. I'll find you there. Wait for me. King Saul went there with his envoy, convoys, sirens, thinking they'll find a prophet there. He was not there. So they waited the whole day. He never showed up. So the king had to tell the protocol to put up tents. So he slept there. The following day, prophet is nowhere to be seen. Third day, the prophet is nowhere to be seen. And there were no phones. There was no WhatsApp. <laughs> so don't even know whether he has canceled the program or not. Third, fourth day, the president is waiting there. Fifth, sixth, on the seventh, the president said, ah, since I'm already here, let me just offer what? The sacrifice before God. So the king makes a sacrifice. As he's finishing, the prophet is arriving. He said, hey, who told you to do this? He said, what you have done here is like witchcraft. He said, hey, he said, disobedience. He said, how, how, how did you do this? I said, who told you to do this? Who told you? Who told you to do this? Are you hearing me? Yes. Because the king could not wait. So there's a season God wants you to wait. Some of you, 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 uh, you don't know this season, but it's there in the spirit. All you need to do is to manure. Pray in that season. Be faithful. Be loyal. Don't play around. Can you imagine? Can you imagine when Daniel prayed, he was waiting for the answer for how many days? Can you imagine if he was messing up that time? The angel who was bringing the answer could turn back. So, number three, we have what? The season of what? Wilderness. This is a season where people, what is a wilderness? Wilderness is an example or a good uh, a meaning of isolation. Deserted. Loneliness. It is a lonely place. There is no life. And sometimes God would put you in the wilderness. I gave you an example. Jesus was taken to the wilderness. To be tempted by the devil. Elijah was taken to the wilderness. Moses and the people of Israel. They were in the wilderness for 40 years. Everybody you know in the Bible, most of them were taken into the wilderness. So there is a season of wilderness. It is a place when people begin to isolate you. Sometimes you feel lonely. Sometimes you feel like nobody understands you. It is a place sometimes of rejection. It is in this season where you begin to meet the Ammonites, the, the, the Ammonites, the 
Perizzites, Jebusites. You begin to meet battles. And no one f- helps you. They know you have no money. But they are not willing to help you. Just know that I'm in the wilderness. Like, really? Really? It's the wilderness season. But praise be to God. Every wilderness, ahead of it, there is Canaan. Am I speaking to somebody here? Every wilderness, ahead of it, there is what? There is Canaan. Come on, say that loudly. Say, ahead of my wilderness, there is a Canaan. A place of milk and honey. How many people gave up in the wilderness? So many people. They're like, no, 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 Moses. Take us back to Egypt. It is in the wilderness where so many believers and Christians, they begin to say, I think I was better before I, before I began, before I joined the ministry. They begin to compare their onion. Can, can you imagine they were like, they were like, Moses, we miss onion. We miss garlic. Others were saying we miss watermelons. Where? In Egypt. Like, really? Do you know Egypt is not your land? So God is trying to take you to your own what? How can you compare yourself with a life which was not yours? Now God wants to take you to your own destiny. It is a journey. So God will make you pass through the wilderness because God wants to make people who were pretenders that they love you. People who were in pretense. Fake friends. He's trying to take them out. Because it is this moment when everybody runs out from you. Everyone else runs away from you. It's a moment you know who are true friends. It is in the wilderness where you begin to know who really loves you and who does not love you. Because when you arrive in Canaan with the pretenders. So God puts you in the wilderness and people begin to isolate you. But they don't know that it is actually the tactic of God to put you in that season. So that everybody must count you off. Must write you off. They must think you are forgotten. You are finished. You are gone. You are nobody. But God knows what he is doing. There is a Canaan ahead of you. Come on somebody. Shout here. Say it's a season. They will even say to you. "Ah, Since you began to pray. Your your life is going down. Tell them yeah. I'm broke. I'm with nobody. <laughs> Let them stay away. <laughs> don't, don't be like, oh yeah, no, 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 no. Things are moving. Tell them, no, 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 no. Actually, right now, I'm finished. <laughs> Tell them, I'm so finished right now. I'm broke. Because God in this season... He teaches you to trust upon him. Do you hear me? He teaches you to trust upon him. Because all people you trusted, they don't help you. Can you imagine they were only in the desert? All people they wanted to help them never helped them. So when you're in this season, never confuse it with anything. 
God knows what he's doing. You, are, you look lonely, but you're not lonely. He is with you wherever you shall go. Oh, am I speaking to somebody? Because you are about to bump into your Canaan. And when they'll be coming now, they say, Hey, my brother, be like, uh, me, You mean me? <laughs> wilderness. Somebody say, Wilderness. It is a very important season. It's so painful, but it's important. You will know your sister, how she thinks of you. You will know the true character of your brothers. You will know the true character of everyone around your family. When God puts you in the what? Somebody shout, it's a season. Say it again. Say, if you have a neighbor, say, neighbor. Don't confuse my suffering with the suffering. With me, it is just a season. It's not suffering. Say, do not confuse the two. Are you hearing me, somebody? Can you imagine? Let's, let's look at the life of... of, of who should we? Let's use Joseph. There was a season he was in prison. Don't confuse that with his suffering. Because he's going to become what? A prime minister. What are you talking about? It was just a season. Took of David. He was actually hiding in a cave. But don't confuse it with the suffering. It was just what? It was just a wilderness. There was Canaan coming. Hallelujah. Come on, someone raise up a hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord. In every season that I'm in. Say, help me, God. In each season I'm passing through. Clap your hands for the Lord. And we also looked at what season? We also looked at the preparation season. Mm. This one. Groundbreaking. is the most difficult situation. Are you hearing me? Yes. We are uh, building one of, the, uh, one of the buildings at uh, Goshen City. So uh, it's a five-star hotel that we are doing now. Okay? So I... I, I went there. There are so many buildings that are being built now. So I went there. I said, ah, what, what, is, what is happening? I, we, we gave you money a long time ago. And I went there. I didn't even find a hotel. They said, hey, preparation. I said, what do you mean? They said, I said, I said you, mean, you mean three months preparation? They said it would actually take us four months preparation because it is, it is a prefabbed structure with steel. So we have to buy a lot of steel and we have to what? Fabricate the steel. After fabrication, we have to now elect the steel. But for us to do that, we need reinforcements. And the foundation itself is about three meters deep. 
Did you hear that? Oh, yeah. oh this is part of what? So when, when, when we are preparing, we don't want to be, we don't want to make any mistake. We need more time in the preparation than actually building it. So when we start, we just erect it. So when we start doing it, it will just not take even time. Boom, 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 boom. It's standing there. It's erected. So I say, so you mean all this time you were doing, what were you doing? You can't even see properly what they're doing. So when you are being prepared, sometimes no one can see properly what God is doing. Because he's involving so many things. He's trying to work on a foundation. He's trying to, to, to fabricate some, some things. He's trying to put some alignments. And the people at that time, even yourself, you don't even see anything happening. But you're being prepared. Some and some being prepared. So in this season of preparation, many people as well are I don't know why people keep on fading on seasons. And you do know why people fail? It's because they don't know seasons. This teaching I'm teaching you now, after two weeks, most of you, you will forget and continue living your life. That's the problem. Two weeks from now, you will forget this teaching. You stop. You see, you need to, to, to go and check the notes. And keep on checking what season am I. Because you cannot pray. You cannot move forward without knowing which season you are. Some of you, God is preparing you. Some of you, you will be millionaires. For the sake of the kingdom of God. Some of you, you will be prophets, pastors, teachers, intercessors. Whatever God wants to do through you. But how would you become it? Without preparation. So God begins what? To prepare you. It is a season of preparation. Jesus said it. He said, this woman, by anointing my feet, she has prepared my burial. Oh, am I talking to somebody here? She has prepared my burial. So there's a season of preparation. In this season, you need to be pruned. Some characters around you, some behaviors around you must be cut off. Otherwise, you will not become it. Am I talking to somebody? Oh, yes. So, in the preparation season, hear me and I'm, I'm, I'm begging you. If it was even to lie on the floor, I could lie on the floor. Never mess up preparation. God is preparing some of you to be queens. Some of you to be kings. But guess what? Your foolishness can disown you before the presence of God. It's like a university. You must pass each test. How many scriptures in the Bible about God testing us? So many. The Bible actually says God will put you on a test. God will put you on a test. It is in this season where God begins to say, Hey, I'm preparing you. I want you to be, um, I want you to be this. For example, can you imagine David? God said you'll be a king and you're going to save my people. Okay? How was his life? The Bible says all the times he was doing worship. The whole book of Psalms was written when he was waiting. 
in the preparation room to become what God wants him to become. Now, you are being prepared to become something. Yet, you have no time for reading the Bible. You are admiring people. God is preparing you to be a, a, a woman of influence and success. And this woman is busy. Let's go to number five. Admiring girls on, 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 on social media. I wish I was like her. You are mad. Am I talking to somebody? If you are being prepared at that time, you need to put your mind, I'm being prepared. God is preparing me for this. So even what you read, get the books. Read those books. Have time. Make sure you are not just having the, uh, the, the, the time for, for nonsense. Get time. You are being prepared. Do you know what happens in the Bible? Do you know what happens in the Bible? God wants you to set yourself apart. Do you understand? Can you imagine if Mary broke her virginity? Would Jesus be born through her? They would pick another one. It might even happen that the, the real person who was supposed to, 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 be, to be the one to take Jesus was another girl. But she broke her virginity. It may even happen. So, the prophet says they must look for a virgin. So, the one who has the virginity is the one who took the pregnancy of Jesus. The one who was keeping the discipline. So, God is preparing a young man or a man for something big. That man must be very careful. Because what happens with the things of the spirit? Heaven sits in the, in, in the heavenly castle. They sit... 24 elders plus God himself and Jesus the son and the spirit, the watch over you and say, how is he living? So they get reports. So this is what is happening with his life. Right now he's even giving up. You must know that. You must know that. Heaven has... Uh, uh, <laughs> Are you following you are being prepared, some of you. If you're in that season of preparation, be very careful. Come on, clap your hands for the Lord Jesus if you can, somebody. I say clap your hands for Jesus.